but it is so, so true. Success in any aspect of your life is about taking imperfect action. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Of all the gin joints in all the world, you have stumbled into mine. This is Tony Dufresne, and this is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, in the southwest desert of the United States of America. I welcome you in this week. It has been a couple weeks, and I'm trying to get back on track, but you know, this certain stuff comes up, and it is what it is. But I want to ask you a question this week, and it has to do with something that's been on my mind for quite some time. And it's about why we continue to fail a test that we already have all the answers. And the test I'm referring to is the test of life success and life fulfillment. And the answers I'm referring to are the fact that you can go literally anywhere online or even out into society and find the answers to your questions. Your your answers to your questions about success or about having a better relationship or about learning to have more gratitude or learning to meditate or calm yourself down or being more thankful, uh, having more peace in your life. All of these things. Am I wrong? Tell me that I'm wrong here, that you, you literally, you can go anywhere and find all of those answers. But why is it that we still listen to podcasts like this? <laughs> And we still need to get fired up by watching, you know, Gary V on YouTube. And we still have to get a pep talk from our buddies at the coffee shop. Yet we know all the answers. And this is the most confusing part because, and I'm not throwing stones at anybody because I'm as guilty as any of you in regards to having it not sink in. And that's a question that I've asked a long time of myself and of my clients too. Because when I first talk to people and work with people, I've, I always ask them, how did you get here? Or what, what's your journey so far up to this point? And 10 times out of 10, it's always, well, you know, I've you know, self-discovery and I read this or I went to this seminar or I understood this and it's kind of gotten me to this point. And I can understand the process of building upon knowledge because we all do that. We all read a book and then get an insight and then want to read something else and kind of get another insight. But it does get to a point, doesn't it? To where you think, you know what? I already know. I know what to do. I really don't need to read another book. And the reason why I pick up the next book or the reason why I go to that next seminar is to get some shot of motivation from the person, to get them to yell at me, to get fired up, to take some action in my life. And this podcast is specifically created for those of you who are at that point, there's a lot of frustration when you get to a point where you are, you know what you know, and you're like, why is it that I'm not doing what I know for a fact that I need to do? And it all comes down to three things. And it all comes down to, first of all, just you as a human being animal, your instincts. It's evolutionary. It's instinctual. It's, it's a survival mode that we all are in. And as much as you think we're all refined and, and we've evolved to a point where we're a higher level of human being, we're really not. If you look at it in the grand scheme of things, we're still pretty cavemen and women-ish, especially when it comes down to impulsive 
mind reactions, uh, decision-making processes and whatnot, uh, and falling back onto our old security patterns that we developed when we were extremely young. And unfortunately, a lot of those patterns dictate how we react to things and how we don't take action on certain things in our lives now. And they're based on crazy assumptions that we made even before we even knew how to make a decision, like when we were one and two years old. That's a big thing. And it's basically comes down to survival because we we are hardwired as human beings to try to survive and to be as risk averse as possible, to take less risks as possible in order to survive. And in some of us, that's a little stronger impulse than others. And what happens is, is when certain new opportunities come up or it's a thing where you're expanding into something that you don't know, it's the fear of the unknown, that it's going to keep you from doing that. Or, and again, that's the whole fear of failure thing. And that's the, actually, it goes into the second thing. The second thing is really fear, is the driving force behind all this. But the fear comes from the instinct. And that's the thing that even though you know what you know, even though you've read the book, even though you have an action plan right in front of you, you get up in the morning and you have to do this one thing, like say, record a podcast, and you end up doing laundry, washing the dishes, and running a few errands. And then when it comes down to doing your podcast, it's late and then you feel unmotivated and then you just go on to social media and dick around for a couple hours and then you're done and then you say you're going to start the next day and then the whole routine happens all over again. The third part about that is is patterns and it's the subconscious patterns that you have because of your instincts and because of the fear and the patterns that you have are designed by your ego, by yourself to protect yourself and that's why you see certain things and you feel certain things that may or may not be true, but that's the way you perceive them in order to keep yourself protected, if that makes any sense. And that's why a lot of people, even when you can see that they have a really great opportunity right in front of them, they don't see it, or they say they'll sabotage themselves because of that. And maybe you have experiences where you've done that to yourself. Along with all that, I'd like to share one thing that I have experienced myself personally, and it's a pattern that I have had and I have dealt with and battled my entire life to where I always feel as though there's maybe one more thing or two more things I need to know about something before I take action on it. And that goes completely against any, any success manual whatsoever. Literally every single one, because that's that gets you into overthinking and overanalyzing. And what happens is when you self-critique to that point, you don't allow yourself to put your next foot forward. And again, and I'd like to stress this as much as possible, success is about action. It's about taking imperfect action. And I didn't make that up, and that's all over the place. Again, another one of those free advice memes that you can find anywhere. But it is so, so true. Success in any aspect of your life is about taking imperfect action. And I say that tongue-in-cheek because I'm speaking to myself at the same time I'm speaking to you. That is, small share here, my biggest thing is the fact that I overthink the room and I feel as though, and the, and the thing, and I don't know if you've experienced this as well, but the more you learn about something, if you happen to be a mechanic or you happen to do a lot of sewing, the more you realize you don't know. <laughs> and it's, it's extremely humbling. And again, it, the more you learn about something, the more academically and 
tuned you get with something, the more you start to overthink it that you don't really know as much as you should know in order to make a conclusion about something, if that makes any sense. And that again, again, that has nothing to do about school. It has to do about just being proficient about anything in your entire life. And I'm sure you have something that you are proficient in. But am I right? The more you peel the onion, the more layers you see. And then you're like, oh, shit, there's a lot of layers in here. And it gets overwhelming sometimes. So the trick in all of this, the trick to actually break that pattern, to break the instinctual pattern, to break the thought process, to break your inaction is to focus on one little thing. Pick something and then make it into an experiment. You just have to make it into a project, like a little project. And I would highly suggest, because out of the three aspects of you, you know, the mind, body, the spirit, the easiest thing to see results in quickly and to control is a physical thing. Now, if you work out a lot, this really wouldn't apply to you because it's not something that you've had to overcome. But as we all know, most people, when you ask them in terms of a New Year's resolution, what they'd like to do, it's always, I want to work out more. I want to lose a few pounds, blah, blah, blah. So I would suggest that if you are in that group of sort of wanting to do something like that or wanting to get a little bit better or work out more or even start working out or starting a program, I would highly suggest to use this little thing as a small experiment to get past these patterns for you to start answering the questions and start passing the test instead of failing the test because you already have all the answers. All I want you to do is find a Scantron that your answers will stick to and so it'll work and you can move on and move forward. And I think a really good way to do that is to pick a small little physical thing and experiment with it. And I would suggest something having to do with exercise or something having to do with a nutrition plan or eating something or eating a little bit different. And it's so simple to do. And I know it's going to be difficult, but that's why it's really important. I talk about this in the book a lot. It's really important to start out really, really small and make it like a one-week experiment and make it a super small change. It's got to be small because you cannot move the mountain in one fail swoop. You got to go up there and take the rocks one at a time and throw them to the other side of the road to move the mountain. It's going to take some time. You got to have some patience and you have to understand it's all small pieces. So if you can do that, find something you can do. If it's a physical fitness thing, if you haven't started, you're you're going to walk for 10 minutes three times a week or three times in the first week. That's it. 10 minutes, three times, something like that. If you work out a lot, it's going to be adding in 20 minutes of cardio for two times that week, something of of that nature. If it's about eating, you're going to not eat after 7 p.m. for an entire week or even like for two days. Again, start out really, really small. But the key is, is that you've got in order to start the avalanche going in 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 a different direction, you have to start with something that you can achieve and you will build upon that and your subconscious will build upon that. And that's a really important thing because I got to tell you, you try to, you read all those books and you go to those seminars and you're trying to make 
serious, drastic life changes that involves a lot of moving pieces. And it's really, really hard to get a lot of moving pieces moving at the same time because not only is your body going to have a hard time with that, your mind and your subconscious is going to have a very hard time making shifts because it goes right up against the fears of you putting yourself at risk and dying. And that's why it's so hard to make big changes because your mind literally feels like you're putting it in a position of getting killed. So I want to ask you, what is your deal? Why are you listening to this? Why are have you picked up that book? Why do you have a book coming from Amazon? Why are you planning on going to that seminar? Why do you still have questions about certain things that are not working for you right now in your life? We all have certain things that we'd like to improve upon. Do you have one that's lingering that you've been wanting to improve upon for a long time, but for some reason just can't get around to it? I mean, what's out of balance in your life? Remember, balance doesn't mean 25% of sleeping, 25% of eating, 25% of having fun, 25% of working. Balance is your own gig, and you got to figure that out yourself. you got to put your big girl big boy pants on and figure out what the hell you want to do and create that balance. It could be where you're working 20 hours a day. It could be to where you're not, and you're working four hours a week. You have to figure out what your own balance is so you're cool with everything. And if you have a relationship, what's good with that? If it's important enough, that's going to be your priority in life. Your priority is not going to be working and you're not going to bump up your work schedule 10 or 15 hours a week and your relationship's going to die on the vine because that's what's going to happen. Find your balance. So what is it that's out of balance now? The reasons why you're listening to the show or the reasons why you listen to other shows or read the books. What's not working? Take it for what it is. Now, what I what now the interesting part about it is if your relationship isn't working, I'm not saying start taking action on your relationship. I'm saying start taking action on your physical fitness or what you're eating. Even if the situation has to do with your relationship or if it has to do with your job or anything that's not physically related, if that makes any sense. It doesn't have to relate to the physical action, if that makes sense. You could have an issue in your life. That has nothing to do with physical fitness or eating. Doesn't matter. All I'm saying is take an action that is achievable for one week period of time. That's it. And a small, teeny tiny one. And just ride it through, man. Just ride it through. And then at the end of the week, you're going to say, all right, I did it. And I'm going to tell you, that's it. That's the secret. No more books. No more seminars. No more asking people. No more thumbing through your timeline for a meme that's going to inspire you. That's it. It's all about action. It's all about action towards a particular goal. But you have to take a small one. That's the key to everything. So start out with a physical one or a nutrition one. Knock it out of the park the first week. And then from there, start to experiment a little bit. Remember, these are experiments and make them small. That's it. I have just given away all the farm. (laughs) That's right. 17, 18 minutes. And now you have everything you need to have a successful, fulfilling life. Swear to God, I am not pulling your chain on this. That's all. That's all it takes. Literally. So any questions, comments, or concerns, get back to me. It's Tony at javabud.com. You want to read the book, go to Amazon, surrounded by idiots. Again, it pretty much takes whatever I say in the podcast and it really gives you a detailed plan 
on how to move from A to B to C to get your life to expand in the direction that you want it to go. Find that missing piece. Put it in. You can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Many fun, interesting things to come. I hope things are well. I will talk to you soon. Bye.